Hi folks, and welcome to another episode of the Not Your Average podcast. Join me, your host, Jared Lacey, as we talk to the not-so-average people of this world and hear about their remarkable stories. You can find us on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please sit back and enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Not Your Average podcast. Today I've got um, a very inspirational woman, someone both men and women can take a lot from out of this episode. Uh, she's strong, strong-minded, absolute gem of a person, and that is Belinda Hamilton. Belinda, how are you, how are you today? Good, good. Um, let's start. Let's introduce yourself a little bit. Okay, I'm Belinda. I'm 52. I'm a wife and a mother. I've been married to Troy for 27 years this year, and we have three children, two girls and a boy, 25, 23, and 22 in a couple of days. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't real- yeah, I didn't realise how close yeah. in age group they were. Yeah. So what's that, two years? Yeah, two Every years two years? For, yeah, and Holly and Brady are about 18, 19 months or something. Yeah. Okay, apart. two years. And your kids, they're all in the army? In the army. Holly went to a seminar in grade 12. They were doing, like, I think it was the defence gap year or something like yep. that they called it. And... They take them on for 12 months, so it's the normal process that you go through. You go to Kapuka, you pick a, you know, um, core that you want to be in. She did all that. And, um, yeah, they pay you for 12 months. So she That's didn't a pretty know good exactly deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what she wanted to do. So she thought, well, why not get paid good money rather than working at Hungry Jack's or McDonald's and um, get some experience. Yeah, so, a bit of, um, bit of life experience at a young age. Yeah. Yeah, being away from home and exactly. parents. and Yeah. Um, so Maddie's she, in the I, army as well. Yeah, she went hairdressing and then I think her last day of her apprenticeship she applied for the army and... Yeah, yep. went off as well. So, chopped off the hairdressing, yep. went to army. Yeah, we'll go figure. I don't <laughs> yeah. know, get that, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess you've always got hairdressing a little bit. Absolutely, um, yeah. And Brady is in the army as well, and yeah. he's doing really well for himself. Yes, yeah, living his dream. He's never wanted to do anything else, mm-hmm. and yeah, he is literally living his dream right now. Yeah, he's a good kid. He's a hard worker. He is. Amazing. I wonder he's, where he gets that from. Yeah, he's beyond his years, though. He lectures you, and you can't argue because he's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah no, he's, he's a good kid. Yeah. I think that's a testament to yourself and Troy. Yeah. All your kids are they? They're good people. So, yeah. um, now we touch personally. Oh, hang on. We'll go back to Troy. Yep. Because Troy's in the police force, isn't mm-hmm. he? And he's been in there quite a long time. Thirty years. Thirty years. Yeah. yeah. So I'm. 31 this year. Yeah, yes, your yeah. whole life. Wow. Yeah. So when you put it into perspective, that's a long time it's to a be long time, yeah. in a job. And he spent most of that doing what he does now in traffic, road policing, command yep. type thing. That's his That's his passion. Yeah. yeah so what, what? how does that affect you as a mum and a wife? Because I know yeah. Maddie and Brady were deployed at the same time. Yeah. So Brady was... In Afghanistan, in Iraq, and then Maddie went off to Afghanistan. Yeah. All yeah, at the same at the time, same time, same time within a couple of months of each other. Yeah. yeah. And then knowing what Troy does as well, <clears throat> being on the road. Yeah, they just love to stress me out. Yeah. I know you get so you're so excited for them. They're living yeah. their dream. You're so happy. So when they come and tell you that these amazing things are happening in both both sides, the police and the army. You're so excited, but on the mm. inside, you're dying. 
Yeah, it's your, like, your stomach's what turning. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. So it's that that real. Especially yeah, um, seeing what happened in, happened in Melbourne recently. Yeah, that was as well. Like that's yeah. they're pretty much doing what Troy does. Does every day. Does every day. Yeah. Every so day. Um, seeing that would obviously give you a bit of worry and stress. Yeah. How do how do you cope um, with that? Because I... they're they're in stressful situations. Yeah. All of them. I try. It, it's always in the back of my mind and mm-hmm. I try not to to let that overrun everything else because there's so many more positive things that they do. Yeah. But, it, but it is. And um, I don't, I've always tried to look for the positive. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I do. But, yeah, it's um, – I suppose that's why we're still together after 30 years. Yeah. Is because – I do find a way, I don't know exactly how, but I do find a way to cope yeah. to with that. So but it but it is, it's tough. Is is it that you don't learn you don't fully cope with it, but you learn to cope you learn with it? To yeah, cope. like you yeah, adapt to it. You do. Yeah. Very much so. That's yeah. good. So uh, one thing's one of the things I really wanted to talk to you about was your professional career. Because yeah. that's obviously helped me a lot in terms of what I do and decisions I'll make regarding employment, etc. So you want to touch on that a little bit? Yeah. So I started hairdressing yep. and I did that in Cairns and my the lady that employed me is still my best friend to this yeah, day. Yeah, cool. And so I hairdressed for 10 plus years and then that actually took us, we moved right up the Cape. Yep. So Bamiga, you know, those, Kawanyama, those kind of areas. Yeah, wow. So I could hairdress up there. So mm-hmm. it's a great, great profession. Um, then when we moved, Troy got a promotion down here to Ipswich and I decided to have a bit of a break from hairdressing and I'd been studying pharmacy. Okay. So I continued to study pharmacy, but then helped a friend set up a baby store, which was a really cool thing yeah. to do. And then I decided to... Um, yeah, jump in and give my pharmacy a go soon as I was studying that. <laughs> and I worked for a lovely lady for a small business and it was great. Did that mm-hmm. for a couple of years, loved it. She decided to sell, so dynamics changed a little bit. And, um, yeah, I decided to start having – no, actually, I hadn't decided to start having a look around, but I was talking about it. I yeah. was talking. We went on a snow holiday with some friends and he worked for a transport company. Mm-hmm. I didn't know exactly what no, he did. I had no much. idea, no. <laughs> so we got back and a couple of weeks later – he rang and said, we need an account management manager yeah. in Brisbane. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. And um, he said, you'll be perfect for it. You just need to talk to people and you do that well. You'll be perfect. So we had a meeting. Anyway, a couple of weeks later, I was, yeah. An the, account manager. An account manager for the Queensland area. Yeah, well, so you had to look after the whole Queensland uh-huh. area? Yeah. As a new account manager. As a new account manager that knew absolutely nothing about the transport industry. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I I fell on my feet with it. I absolutely loved it. It was what I liked to do. So when you say fell on your feet, you felt comfortable in your position? I did, yeah. yeah. So mine was about building relationships with the client, Mm -hmm. problem solving, all that kind of stuff. So I... All, all, all that, that stuff you're good at. Yeah. So okay. that that's where you're able to find the balance in the in the role quite early. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And then feel comfortable. Yeah. 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 So from that position, you went to another small company, didn't I you? I did. Yeah. yeah. So I um the original company that I started with was bought out by Toll. Mm-hmm. So we all know how big Toll yeah, is. Massive. Um, well, Japan Post. Yeah, they were bought out. So that was all right. That it was still smaller divisions within Toll. So that yeah. that was okay. 
and then Japan Post bought them mm -hmm. out and things started to change a little bit um, and it just wasn't what it used to be and it, it wasn't a yeah it didn't it, it it wasn't it just wasn't where I wanted to be yeah. so I just decided to go back to a smaller company which is what I like mm -hmm. and did that for 12 months and it was fine to start with it was good yep. then the dynamics really changed and the values weren't there anymore yeah. and yeah I decided to just up and resign yep values values very huge. important to you guys I I can't I, I need to stay within my values yeah I need that and yeah. that just wasn't being met. What, what, so. what are your values? Because I know your values are pretty strong. Yeah. What, what are your values you believe in? I like to do, and I suppose what people call the right thing, I don't know if that falls into one box or not, but I like to do the right thing. I yep. like to be proud of what it is I do and for who I work for and what I do, how, how I walk the walk. I like to be yep. proud. I like to take ownership of it. Mm -hmm. And um, our values just didn't align. They They weren't like that like that yeah and i like to treat people well i like to check in with people whether you know however that that looks mm. but um yeah so it, it's it's all about that for me yeah definitely yeah values are very important i think, I think that's where i myself and Tanil um really align with yourself and troy yeah. and our friendships is our values are very similar yeah uh, and we family got our and family comes first yeah um, that's exactly right, and we got e we got each other's backs. We got each other's yes. family backs, and uh -huh. I'm not only friends with you, I'm friends with your kids as well. Yeah. So it makes it, you know, an extra family yeah. as such. You know, with those values and support networks. So that that leads me to your values because you said friends, yeah, friendships. Yeah. Um, what do you value in a friendship? Honesty. Yep. Being there when I need you, you're there, and even if I don't think I need you, but I, I want somebody that knows me well enough, yeah. that knows when they need to be there for me. Yeah. That's hard to find. It is very in a person. hard to find. I've, I've struggled to find that yeah. in friends. And it's good you bring that up because obviously Mark, um, we know when to be there for each other exactly. without actually having to prompt that's right. each other like yeah and i do the same with yourself and troy like whenever yeah. troy didn't show up to the gym i'd be like absolutely uh, hey, hey buddy mate, where, are yeah, where are you everything okay everything <laughs> yeah. at work okay like i think that's important to do as as a friend and it's something you've shown to neil and i that to to have a valuable friendship circle yeah is you know a strong base for you to succeed in anything yeah because you you someone's there that's got your back yeah you know if you fall over they'll help you pick you up yeah so yeah. I think that's very important. I've even watched that within my kids too. They're not prepared to settle. Like yeah. They're not prepared to go, oh, well, if this would have this is yeah. what it is. And they're not. And yeah. they're, no, they're not. They're striving all the time. And, and that's what we've always done. Like yeah. I'm not going to stay in a job that is not right for me. Yeah. So big decision to walk away from a job with, I had nothing else yeah, you didn't permanently have anything. lined up. Yeah. No, I didn't. It was just a, a decision we didn't take it lightly. The decision mm -hmm. itself was quite easy, but you know the flow and effect. But yeah, yeah. I'm well, not once you're probably thinking about it, yeah, it's probably time to exactly to go. So right. yeah, once once you're thinking about that decision to go, it's the the hardest thing is then the the step to tell someone rather than making the choice. Yeah, which is what I found too. So yeah, so then during all this time, mm -hmm. your professional career, 
just recently or a couple of years ago throughout the time, you've had some surgeries yes. and some major surgeries. Yeah. You want to touch on that a little bit? Yeah. So I tore my meniscus in May 2018, I yep. think it was. Yeah. Um, so I had to have that surgery. How did you do the meniscus? I I couldn't get to training one day. Yeah. <laughs> we all know I hate missing out yeah. on training. So I decided to, which I never have done before, I decided to do a little workout in our garage before I went out. And I was yeah. double undering on the cement in our driveway and it just went. And yeah, it wow. brought me to my knees, just just yeah. like that. It just brought me down and that just was done. It. Done. Yeah. So it took me a couple of weeks. I tried to pretend that it didn't happen yeah. and I was going to be okay. So, and then, yeah, a couple of weeks later, yeah, I got to see a surgeon and a week later I had that surgery and that was okay. I, can, I could continue to train because I could do upper body. You saw yeah. me at the gym. I could row one-legged. Yeah, rowing one-legged. Leg. I yeah. could ride on the air dive yeah. bike one-legged. I was finding and having people help me yeah. find ways to still train. Mm. So I did have a couple of days off around surgery time, mm-hmm. but then yeah, straight straight back into it. And yeah, the process wasn't always pleasant sailing, but the recovery yeah. for that wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely had my moments. I was still in the gym with everybody. Yeah, you're still around. surrounded by the community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that wasn't too bad. But then in um, I started to feel really unwell at the end of like that year yeah and I kind of pushed it off a little bit and pushed it off a bit anyway sort of end of January 2019 I yeah got home from a session felt super bad yeah and the pain wasn't great it wouldn't go away so Troy said to me just for goodness sake get to the doctors so I did and Mm -hmm. they I had to go straight to hospital for there and they yeah um, yeah. found a, a growth that was like quite unusual inside of my uterus. It was large. It was not looking great. So long story short, I had to have a um, total hysterectomy about a week after. Oh, wow. That, yeah. So full major surgery. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it was very, it came very much out of the blue and it was surgery I didn't want to have. Yeah. I didn't want to lose those parts yeah. that gave me three amazing things. So it was, it, it wasn't, I wasn't prepared for it. I didn't yeah. have any like build up to it. And the surgeon actually said to me, she said, the people that have this surgery, it can be the best thing that ever happened to them. And it has been the best thing that ever happened to me. He, she said, but they normally want the surgery. Yeah. You're different. You don't want it. I'm making you have this. This is yeah. something you have to have. So your recovery process will be different. Mm-hmm. And and it was. Yeah. yeah. What? Why didn't you want it? Because I didn't want. They were my precious bits. Okay. They gave me my three children. Yeah. yeah. They. I just didn't. I don't know. It's weird. I've spoken to probably one other person that's sat there with me with tears in their eyes going, I get it. Yeah. I totally get I don't want those parts. But other women go, I don't care. Like, yeah. glad to see them go. There's no benefit anymore. You yeah. don't want kids. Mm. I'm 52, so there's no more yeah. kids. <laughs> but it's just not something I wanted to be gone. A part of, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah it's weird. Yeah, it's but... different. Yeah, because I'm... Um... I look at it and I'm like, well, you've had your three kids. And, and um, part of me is like, well, 
why do you need it? But then the other part's like, oh, I can see why. Because yeah. they gave you three gifts that nothing, nothing else can. So no. why would you want to take that away? No, my kids are my absolute world. They're, they're everything. I would yeah. I do anything and I can, would continue to do anything for. Yeah. So, yeah. How did you... So you coped pretty well with the knee injury yeah. comeback. Yeah. What about with the major surgery, the hysterectomy? How did you cope with no, all that? Did you I cope didn't. too well? No, yeah. I didn't. Emotionally... No, and it was for, I think, a few different reasons. The training, I did twice a day. Yeah, every yeah, day. you were a twice-a-day trainer. Absolutely, you were yeah. morning and afternoon. Yeah, yep. and I loved it. It's my mm-hmm. everything. It was my stress relief, my my everything. I, I yeah. loved walking, and it was my sense of belonging. I, I yeah. loved it. So that was all taken away from me, and everybody that you spoke to um, was like six weeks. Yeah. You can't do anything for six weeks. And the physio that come around to see me in hospital was like, no housework. Like, this is what they told women 25 years ago. Yeah. Like, seriously. Outdated. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally outdated. Very frustrating. Um, but, you know, you can go for walks. That's about all you can do. You're not allowed to drive. Yeah. You're not allowed to pick up your shopping baskets. You're not allowed to push the trolley. Six weeks, absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. And I was like, no. I can't do that yeah. for six weeks. But I'm going to have to see how my body goes because obviously my body's going to overrule anything my mind wants to do. So, um, yeah, I I rested. Well, you kind of have to for yeah. the first couple of weeks. I went for a walk every day. And it was funny because the I think I spent four days in hospital. And my first morning at home, I said to Troy, okay, we're going to, I want to do a walk around the block every day. Yep. So he goes, yeah, right, yeah. So anyway, we went for a walk around the block, and when we got home, I said to Troy, what was the time on that? <laughs> and he, he looked at me, and he went, are you kidding me? Yeah. And I went, no, well, I don't want to go below that time. Yeah. He goes, you just need to not yeah. know. Calm but, um, down. <laughs> so I have that. I have. It's naturally yeah. inbuilt. So um, anyway, I got to... Two weeks post-surgery, and I was feeling good. Yep. Emotionally, I wasn't feeling good. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I did every exercise they told me, all your pelvic floor and that. I did that yep. religiously. I set my phone alarm to by it, it to yeah. do it. Um, so I'd followed every rule. I, I ate well still. I slept as best I could. I did everything. And I was starting to feel good, but emotionally I wasn't starting to feel good. Yeah. So it was the day of my birthday. I think we bumped into you guys in the morning. Yeah. Pretty yeah. sure you did. Yeah. Yeah. And, had a coffee, um, yeah. Yeah. And I was going for some other tests. I had a, a breast cancer scare in between all that as well. So I was going for tests, which I wasn't happy about on my birthday. Yeah. And while we were waiting, um, I haven't had this discussion with Alex, but we actually bumped into Alex Rathke. Owner of CrossFit, of CrossFit Western, Western Front. Front, yes. And he was asking all the polite questions, you know, how how are you? How's recovery? And I went, oh, I'm just getting like really frustrated. Mm. Not meant to train, blah, blah, blah. And anyway, he sort of said, you're getting up and down off the couch, aren't you? Getting yeah. up and down off the toilet. You're getting in and out of a vehicle. You're walking around here. You're stepping. You're reaching yeah. for things in the kitchen. He goes, that's it's life. It's movement. Yeah. It's what we're doing. And... And he mentioned, um, had I thought about, well, no, not had I thought about it, but he mentioned Dan at Scope Chiropractic. So there's two sides to that business. There's Rebound Massage Mm -hmm. Dan and there's Scope 
Dan. Yep. And um, he said, you know, he does a lot of rehab. You know, maybe have <clears> a chat. And anyway, so did that. Next day, yeah. rang Dan, had a chat. He hadn't worked with any hysterectomy patients before. Was happy to admit that. He said, but let's have a chat. Yeah, let's have a try. Yeah, my yep. wife. Um, yeah, the, the other part of the business is he, Dan's wife does pre and postnatal mm-hmm. care. So obviously a good combination Yeah. there. So yeah, chatted with him, we made an appointment and his practice is half consultation room and half like little CrossFit box. Yeah, cool. So it's got the matting, got a bar, got a ring. Yeah. So yeah, we spent a good 30 minutes chatting about what had happened and what yeah. he thought. Then he got me to move. He got me to have a look at what I could do and what I couldn't do, what felt right, what didn't. And he put a program together for me. He said, yeah, you can definitely start doing And they were little movements. They weren't anything yeah. huge, but it was something for me to do. Yep. It was, yeah, that. Yeah, so, it, was, it was ticking the boxes to keep you happy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I didn't want to, like I was fit, I was healthy, I was lean. There was no reason Mm. I couldn't be doing something. I didn't fall into the overweight category like I had yeah. been moving. So, um, yeah, he put a program together. He checked in with me every few days. I saw him for oh, every week. Yeah. Um, he reassessed everything. And um, so that sort of kept me going to the end of the six weeks. And then we mm-hmm. discussed how it would look when I went back into the box, box and training yeah. with everybody. And there was a process put in place yep. for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was good. That yeah. Was good. So he, he had your interests at heart. He wanted he, to see you absolutely. get better by, yeah, by he, movement. By movement, yeah. yeah. So we set up, um, obviously, you know, with the six weeks and everybody saying that couldn't train in a facility as such. And so we set up a little training area for me at home. Mm-hmm. So poor Troy was... Yeah. The task. <laughs> yeah. Troy the builder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he ran with it, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, we did. We set well, he, up... he doesn't do anything by halves. No, no. you've seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've seen right now. No. As we're sitting in the ranch. Exactly, yeah. 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 So, yeah, he did. We ripped out everything downstairs and we put all matting in. Yep. And he, we had everything there that it was my little place. Yeah, that, to keep that you was, happy. Yeah, that was yeah. my place. Because he was still training every day. And I wanted him to train every day. I didn't want him yeah. to sit at home with with me and miss out so mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah, it was good i would go down there i would get dressed in my gym gear i would have yeah. my set times that i would do it follow the same sort of routines that you Absolutely. had before yeah the surgeries and yeah. stuff so don't get me wrong it wasn't easy every day no no well it wouldn't be a coming back from major surgery yeah. B dealing with that mental side yeah. of what you said like you yeah. lost the, the precious parts yeah yeah. Um, and then see not being surrounded by no. your people. Yeah, exactly. So you had those three roadblocks that you yeah. had to jump over every time just to get in your gym gear. Yeah. So to have the mindset to be able to do it yeah. is pretty cool in itself. Yeah. Like when you look back on, do you, do you think oh, that as well? Like, yeah, I do. I, I look at it and go, just to do those, just to get over those three hurdles, just to put your shoes on. Yeah, no, it was. It is a win. Yeah, it, it was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a win for me. And I, I do, I look back now and I go, holy cow. But yeah. I was just, I didn't want to be a victim yeah. for that. I'd heard, I'd read, I'd done all my research. Yeah, and a lot of people said no. 
Everybody said yeah, no. Everyone said no, you can't do it. No, there was Dan was the first person to say yes. Yes. So everybody was like, no, this is what you have to do. This is what everybody does. I didn't mm. care what anybody else did. I cared about what I was going to do and yeah. how it affected me and my future. Yeah, and how you felt. That's right. Yeah, and to keep you happy. Yep. Exactly right. Yeah. So from people saying no, you also started looking around and finding other ways to do things. I did. Yep. Yes, I did. So... I went back in the box and it it just didn't feel right for me yeah. anymore. So I did. I stepped outside and I started to have a look around. Mm -hmm. I found a place. I'd actually met a couple through where we have coffee at Ipswich Health and Performance. Okay. Yeah. Helen Jace. Over at West Ipswich. Yeah. Yeah. Totally amazing. Yep. Those two people gave me my confidence back that yeah. I'm an okay athlete, I'm coachable, and yes, I remember her saying to me one time, Kel, I remember her saying, you don't, want to, you don't want to play that person that, oh, but this has happened to me, so I can't do this. Yeah. And I said, hell no. No. And I want to be around yeah. people that don't want to look at me like that. Mm. Like, well, you've had this surgery, so you, you shouldn't be able to do this anymore, you shouldn't be able to do that. No, I don't, I don't want to be that. So I did. I started training there, um, but it wasn't CrossFit. Um, yeah, it's, it's more functional, functional fitness. fitness yeah. yeah. So amazing, amazing place though. Great mm. setup, um, all the rest of it. But it did confirm that I didn't lose my passion for CrossFit. Yeah. So I sort of looked, uh, I started looking around Ipswich for what other options there were for me. And um, yeah, I come across Western Front, and that stood yeah. out a mile for me. Values were huge. Yeah. Um, I was I was actually already working with Kate. Okay. Yep. With my food, and yeah, I had been nutrition. doing yeah, yep. I had been doing that for a couple of months, but that that wasn't why I moved there. Yeah. That wasn't it at all. It was working really well, you mm -hmm. know, training elsewhere and working with Kate. That was fine. But when I really looked into their business and met with Alex and that. Yeah, it just, yeah. Yeah, they, they have strong values in Extremely the gym, Extremely strong values. Very, very similar, very family-orientated, yep. very people-orientated. You know, yeah, that that thing, I I loved it. And sitting through that onboarding process with yeah. Alex, you've done it. Yep. Yeah, Everybody I've done it. Yeah. Has Everyone it. has to do it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Brought me to tears. Um, oh, did you cry during I it? cried. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Alex. Yeah. yeah I did. <laughs> For a kind-hearted soul, he's got a way to make people know themselves, doesn't he? He does, yeah. yeah. He sort of asked me a few questions, and I I just had to sit there and go, I haven't been doing that. And yeah. that's what I didn't probably realise at the time, but that was the killing me the most. Yeah. I wasn't... Yeah, yeah. So, anyway... Yeah, it was an easy decision. That decision right there, I made the decision before I walked out of that room. Yeah. As soon as he asked me that question, as soon as I wiped the tears from my eyes, I knew. Yeah, this you knew. Is where I wanted you knew to be. that that's where your fit was. Yeah. Or yeah. you fitted in. Well, you fit there. Yeah, we'll yes. say. Yeah. So and, and that it was that it was a good fit for yourself because of your values. It was. Yeah. yeah. How you and want I to train I, and. Yeah, and I I don't get caught up in what everybody else is doing or whatever. Mm. It's it's got to be got to be comfortable for me yeah yeah you got to absolutely you yeah. got to feel comfortable with what yeah. you're doing 
whether it be walking or bike riding or walking on the treadmill you got at home you got to feel comfortable and happy yeah doing what you're doing to be able to succeed yeah to be able to get forward so now it's opened up a few doors here because you're now studying nutrition yes so yeah. i love the wag process so much i've done like wag. a nutrition i should wag. get sponsored by wag yeah. Yeah. Wag. Wag. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've mentioned them a few a few times. Uh, any um, wag people out there want to sponsor me? Yeah. Please feel free to do so. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Carry on. Um, I'd done a nutrition course. I'd done that and I had never, again, I hadn't felt comfortable. It wasn't, I don't love the idea of, I know they work for a lot of people, but I, I personally mm. don't love the idea of challenges, like six-week challenges, oh. eight-week challenges. Yeah. They don't teach Summer you anything. bodies, they don't teach yeah. you anything. Knowledge is power. We know that. Um, yeah. WAG educates you, and it's flexible. So if you do want to have a night off, if that's what you want to do, yeah. you can still make it work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it teaches it, and it's for life. Yeah. I want to be set up for life. I'm not... I'm, yeah. I'm not about... You, you, you want to be now. set up to be able to not go into the nursing home. Absolutely. Yeah. Fight off that nursing home. Yeah, which is know. what CrossFit yeah. Western Front's beliefs are. They're, they're based on the CrossFit philosophy right. and and focusing on health. Um, yeah. So, long-term. yeah, long-term health. Long-term health. Yeah, which align with your values. They do, you, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, and I'm loving it. Yeah. I, I really... I can sell anything if I believe in it and yeah. you know for our pre my, my previous job it's what you have to do yeah well, if you believe in it yeah and if you yeah if you believe in it you can sell it yeah 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 and i can sit here and talk nutrition and talk wag and, and yeah that all day yeah yeah well i've recently made the decision to part ways with the person i was working yeah. with and that was purely because i wanted to be more accountable to myself yeah. yes I, I didn't think i i was i was accountable to someone else yeah and it was always end up being a blame game yeah. where I was like, oh, it's not working because of this or I don't like this or I don't like that. And I suppose if you can teach yourself and work it all out yourself and give you that knowledge and that power, yep. you've got no one to blame other than yourself. No, exactly. Which but is if... what I've come to realise in the last three weeks, especially being at home, like reading, Googling, yeah, finding out all that information, yeah. that if it's anyone's fault, it's your own. Yeah, exactly. You make the decisions. You yeah. buy the food. You decide yep. what food you have in your house. When you go out, you, again, you make those decisions on what you're going to eat. Mm. So, yeah. Now, you're also going through a little bit of menopause. Yes. So, food, yeah. Food How's has, food helping you with absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah. It was really interesting because I've been extremely lucky. Yep that I haven't had a lot of symptoms that most mm-hmm. women have, have had. But the symptom I have had, which I don't think any woman going through menopause can avoid, is the, avoid is the hot flushes. Yeah. So they were pretty good for ages. Mm. They were okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they got bad. It was like, yeah. no, okay. Yeah. And so I'm discussing <laughs> it with Kate, and I'm yeah. going, what? And Kate doesn't go, she doesn't do the research for you. She asks very good questions so you don't actually realize yeah that you're doing all the work you're Mm. thinking i've got this person yeah but but you're you're doing it yeah she makes you think that way and um so yeah i looked back and the best part about tracking all your food is you can look back and you can see 
what's changed and things yeah. change without you even really knowing. Yep. Absolutely. So and this is what had happened. So I've been really good on my vitamins that I take and my bone broth. Yep. Bone broth was huge in my diet and all of a sudden it had just gone out. I don't know how, mm. I don't know why, whatever. So we realized that, put it straight back in and hey presto. Yeah. It's I, yeah. I think, yeah. From what you're saying, anyone that is struggling with menopause uh-huh. is to look at your nutrition. Your food, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think there's no one fix for everybody, mm-hmm. but there, it's definitely however it works for you. Yeah. Definitely. Well, the common denominator is everyone eats food. Yeah. So if everyone can look at what they're eating, yeah, maybe they might be able to find something in there that's not reacting to their body well yeah. or um do you, do you recommend they reach out to someone like kate yeah without a doubt yeah, yeah. like yeah. for a little bit of help like it costs money but it's an investment it's an investment it's absolutely it's an investment it's the biggest investment you'll do your body my body recovered so well mm. from from this surgery because i i was fit yeah i was eating well i was doing all the right things that's why it recovered so well i've yeah. both my parents have passed away from cancer my mother's body went she she ate well she ate well and all that yeah. don't get me wrong she did that but she never exercised yeah. ever so her her strength in her body let her down whereas my dad on the other hand he he ate quite well he exercise he was a fisherman so he was always moving but his mind wasn't always active. yeah so it's it's finding you got to find that balance you do yeah, yeah. To, to make everything continue to work so yeah food has a huge impact mm-hmm. on the way you think yep and how your body performs without yeah. a doubt and i've learned so much from mm. that i know if i have a bad day training i can look back and go carbs were low this they yeah. didn't eat that right food i had that which was too high in fat and blah blah mm. blah so yeah i was reading a lot actually and keto works for a lot of people mm-hmm. but it kind of it didn't work for me yeah so you tried keto as well yeah tried yeah. to tried to sort of yeah work that keto thing didn't it wasn't really a happening thing for me so it will look different for everybody but if you're working with somebody that has a lot of knowledge mm-hmm. and if you're tracking there's no reason why you can't yeah make I think, I think, all that menopause and all those symptoms because i you know i speak to i just spoke to somebody the other day that said do you have that um that angry that emotional and don't get me wrong i cry a lot but yeah, yeah it's which is something i never did but i don't <laughs> have that i don't have the angry outbursts i don't have that like i'm quite i'm a lot calmer than what i used to be yeah right yeah it's really weird even within my training now mm-hmm. i don't i but i do think Kate and Alex have had a lot to do with that as well. Yeah. I don't have that tug of war with my mind and my body. Of what you, yeah, capabilities and your probabilities mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, so what you actually can do and what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Alex has made me realise too, especially the last few workouts, that um, doing these things over here makes it so much better at the end. So you don't have that mind struggle as well. Like I'm not just going, I'm just gonna smash it i'm just yeah. gonna you know it's not yeah like it. let's see how fast we can die yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not i don't train like that anymore yeah. i used to i mm. used to i've learned 
to really listen to my body yep. now, and I do, because um, I'm very appreciate I pr- appreciate how good I feel yeah. and how much better my body feels now. So um, yeah, if I'm if I'm a little bit tired or if I'm a little bit sore or whatever, I do. I do okay. I'm I'm okay to scale. I, yeah. Where I never used to be. It's like I'm not scaling, but I'm, yeah. I'm okay for that. I, I think that's because you're probably in a better mindset with My, your training. You're a lot happier where am, you are. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Rather than taking it out on a barbell. Yes. You're, you're a lot more confident in what your mind and listening to your body. Yeah. yeah. So, what what are some some advice? Because I know there'd be people out there who are struggling with menopause. Yeah. Um. What would your advice be to them? We touched on nutrition, going to see someone. Would that be what you'd tell them if they said, would, yeah. Linda, how are you coping? Absolutely. I, I, They have to do, they don't have to do anything, but they need to do some form of exercise, whatever that is. Like I'm a lover yep. of CrossFit. I know it's up yeah. to you what it is you do and where you train as long as you're moving. Yeah. Um, functional movements. Mm-hmm. Training for life. Training for life. Yep. Fighting off that nursing home, as Ben says. And nutrition. Yep. Get yourself whoever you're comfortable with again. I mm. talk about Kate and I talk about WAG and all the rest of it. Doesn't mean everybody has to do exactly that. Find somebody who you're comfortable with. Yep. And yeah, get onto your nutrition and track. Yeah. Track everything. Track your food. Track your food. Track your mind. Track how you're feeling. Track your sleep. Yeah. This is everything that Dan spoke to me about you know, when I first went to him, the, yeah. the holistic approach to everything. And he, and I did, I tracked everything for ages, mm. for ages. And I could look back and go over things. So that yeah. would be my, my advice. Massively. That's massively important to do all those things. Yeah. Either way, even if you are going through menopause or you're not, you're just a normal person. It's yeah. important to track all those things Yeah. just because it'll give you so much more of an idea of how your body knowledge. works. Yeah, and so much more knowledge about yourself. Yeah. Like how you perform, how you train, how you sleep, you know, all those things. Yeah. You track all that. Yeah. You'll find results pretty quickly. Yeah. And yeah. it's generally because you're not tracking one or two of those things where you fall off the, the rails and go, oh, something's not working, then yeah. you've got to take a step back to look yeah. at. So. And surrounding yourself too. Having those people around you that yeah. want the best for you, yeah. that want you to be the best version of you. Yeah. It's it's huge. You don't want bad influences around. No. You don't want somebody going, Oh, you shouldn't be doing that, you shouldn't be doing this or yeah. or yeah, hanging shit on you for what you believe on believe in. Yeah. You know, like what, yeah. what do you do to those people? I distance them yeah. greatly. So you don't chop them? No. You I, distance. I distance. I was brought up to be polite. Um and I've tried to instill that in my kids. I think my kids are even more brutal than I am. Um, <laughs> but I think that comes with age and maturity yeah, as yeah. well. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I distance them. Yeah. I distance them. I, if that's how they feel, that's fine. That's mm-hmm. that's their life. That's fine. But it's not what I want in mine. But if they don't align with your values no. or they tell you no or they don't take you seriously, you just... Distance yourself from them. Distance them. Yeah. They're not a part of my everyday we, life. We had a conversation where I was like, nah, chop them. I chop them. Yeah. But I I, I've had different, I think I've had different situations. Yeah, maybe. To what you've had. Yeah. Where I've been a little bit more, had to be a little bit more brutal to make myself happier. Exactly. So. I think you'll always have some of those people that will come into your life that you go, you are absolutely not somebody I want in my life. But yeah. 
the majority, um, yeah, I will just distance. Yeah, hundred percent. But don't don't get me wrong. There's people I've chopped. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not going to hide behind that, and I will own that. Yeah. Um, oh, you got to because it's a decision yeah, you made. That's and exactly. You got to right. you got to back yourself yeah. to make those decisions. So. Yeah. Um, what sort of things now are you working on to live your best life? Because I know that's one of your life models. You want to live is. your best life. Absolutely. Family's huge. I want to continue to build family memories. We're yep. very lucky that our kids still love having us around. And I do think that's because we can still do everything. Yeah, these are pretty fun. Yeah, well, yeah. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but we can. We can still, like, you know, Holly and her partner, Alex, were like, we're going to go to New Zealand. You guys should come. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because we, we, we can still do everything. So... I want to be, continue to be the best mother, the best wife, and one day the best grandma. I yeah. still want, I want to be out there and be the kind of um, grandma that I was a mother. I want to, yeah, I want to, fun. Yeah, I want to be out. There's nothing that I, I have to say, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. However it looks. So, yeah, and continuing to reassess. I'm in a current job now, a medical reception that I'm, I'm really enjoying. Yeah. I can't believe I do it part-time now, mm-hmm. um, which sometimes it doesn't feel very part-time, but um, that's a decision that Troy and I made together. Um, and, yeah, WAG coaching is something mm-hmm. that I would love to do in the, in the future, however that, that looks for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, continue to grow, continue to find people to surround myself with that want the best for me and I want the best for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so continue growth. Never stop learning. Yeah, never stop being better. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but that hashtag always strive to, yeah, yesterday. Always strive to be better. Yeah. I think that's so important. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Well, Belinda, that leads us to the end. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining in. Thanks for the it's, chat. It's been a lovely chat. And as I said at the start, I think there's a lot... Uh, both men and women can learn from your mindset. So I thank you for sharing your stories. It's been wonderful to talk to you as always. Yeah. Have a good day. Thank you. Thanks. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Like, subscribe, follow. That was Belinda Hamilton. Um, As I said, take as much as you can out of that one. Enjoy the episode, guys. Bye-bye.